Season three is back of Survivor's Remorse. You're at the right after show. It's that Survivor's Remorse after show. Let's get it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. We were just talking how this is like now the theme song now for whenever someone passes away. So shout out to. I can probably think of ten more sadder songs, but I'm a I'm a roll with this one. Right. What's going on, everybody? We are back. Survivor's Remorse is back. We're here for season three. Uh, after show, of course, tonight we'll be covering Night of the Crash as well as the ritual. But before we get into it, we are your after show for this series, Survivor's Remorse. I'm your host, Jimmy V. <laughs> Make it all sad. I'm sorry. But um, I am your host, Jimmy V. Of course, I'm with the baddest crew here. We also have Shaprintus, who's also with our crew, but she can't make it for those who tuned into us last season. So, of course, she she will be back. But uh, let me introduce my panel to my left. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Trine. And I got, you know, if I had a lighter, I'd be lighting it, you know. From the left to right. But yeah. <laughs> Where can they follow you? <laughs> I just said, oh, they can fo- you guys can follow me at your girl Trine. And of course, I am I Gary Thomas. You follow me on Instagram, Twitter, everything, Snapchat, all those good things at I am Gary Thomas. So obviously, this was a pretty tough episode to start a series, a season on. But can I just I say just, before we get into that, I just want to blow this after buzz get the same host two seasons in a row. Because, you know, I didn't quit a couple shows. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah, wow. <laughs> but y'all get the best four people for Survivors mm-hmm. more a second season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're a back. season. And we live and die for this, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Do or die. <laughs> <laughs> Family. That's right. But I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going to let you finish, but... I was actually about <laughs> to gloat because you, you guys know, last season I said it was it for Uncle... Julius, I called it, and it was actually it because he's he ob- he obviously died. So I'm just taking this time to, you know, shine it just hurts it. to wonder because we don't know if it's true or not. If he quit the show to take Uncle Buck, which was canceled, trust me, I the know. Season I ended, did the after so, show. You know, um, yeah, yeah, you know. I- I, I like Mike Epps, but the first episode of Uncle Buck, I couldn't get into. So it, it would really hurt if that was the reason he left the show or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the, the case may be. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it's kind of inappropriate, but for me, I thought that maybe he would have popped up and been alive. I, that's what I was hoping. <laughs> that's what you were hoping. I wanted him to not to be dead. He was right. just going to... Or it, we'll get into it. I'll, I'll tell you what I was thinking when the time came. But Well, yeah. let, I did do the after show for Uncle Buck, and it's, I'm pretty sure they got Uncle Buck from the character Uncle Julius, and they just tried to make that into a show. So, you know, whether... Shout out to him. He's that was a crash good, and burn. Great job, yeah. But you know, opportunities coming to go. be good. I did too. That's but why the character I was on the Uncle Julius was like show. way better. He was way, yeah. way better. So a lot cooler. Yeah. It's unfortunate that he did die. At least it didn't take the funny out though. That's what I thought. What funny? It was so um, much this serious. Was a, it was a sad, empathetic episode. But at the same time, they still had their little jokes though. Um, this today's episode—that's mm-hmm. what I didn't like. 
was what they were trying to make a it was serious like, thing funny. Yeah, it's like you know, I feel like you know with Survivor's Remorse and with most shows, you want to be able to connect with a character. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know we have so many different characters that we're able to connect with, and at the moment that I'm like feeling a character's pain and I got the knot in my throat, here comes some some cuss words and a, a kind of joke that kind of just snatches away, and it's just like. I wasn't ready for that, and I, I'm not in the mood to laugh because I just want to. I want to take a moment to just feel for him and see what, how the characters are, you know, building from this tragedy. Okay. You know, there were certain, definitely certain parts. You know, I feel like Cam's character by far the most. You kind of felt the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, sometimes you need to dive into that pain and see how they carry on through the season from this situation. So you would have preferred it to have been like a little bit more like. Yeah. Less. I, I mean, I I, I agree because it was like moments where you wanted to sympathize, mm-hmm. and then you and then I found myself laughing. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, have to disagree with you just because I did like them still trying to bring the funny to a serious situation. But did you guys notice how dark the episode actually was? Like, I don't know if it was the lighting on set or something, but it was just very dark. There was a few scenes where uh, it was showing Cam crying, but you couldn't really see it just because it was like a shadow. I don't know if you guys checked that that, out or not. Yeah, that is a good observation. I mean, it was pretty dark. Like, I expected maybe to see some lightning going, you know, just Mm -hmm. very dramatic. But um, Some of that worked, though. Like, I think the scene where M. Chuck was crying, that darkness on one side of it, you kind of see the Mm -hmm. teardrop right here on her shirt yeah. was it worked really well but other times it definitely it was hard to you know watch because like you said just seeing it wasn't you couldn't really tell what was going on yeah it was a lot of serious moments though like I was like when when they were in the morgue and yeah, yeah. I, 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 that I was like, in the whole I Snapchat thing. and I like that I think it's, it gives you time to feel for it, but it's what, what happens is in this show they snatch the moment away from you so quick because they're trying to be comedic yeah. and it didn't flow for me you know sometimes I just want to you know just can I just be sad for a kid yeah. you know mm-hmm. like I love when I'm watching something and like somebody dies or I see somebody crying and I want to cry too it's like man this acting this story but they were so quick to just rip it right away like let's laugh like that the soft parts weren't, just, it just didn't hit for me. Gotcha. Yeah. So in the first episode, Night of the Crash, is pretty much the family understanding and coming to agreement that Uncle Julius is actually dead. Um, they kind of touched upon the uh, nurse who came to deliver the actual news. And I guess she was too abrupt. She was too, you know, up forward with it. Yeah, she is new and all, but is there an actual... Is there a proper way to let a family it, know? It was so awkward the way definitely that, like I the way that felt that the came in. It was yeah. like very weird. She's like, um, he's perished, and it was kind of wrong like, choice of words. What were they trying to do with that? I didn't understand what sort of direction they were trying to go with that because it was like, is this was this. Adding, trying to add comedy to yeah, like it was, it just didn't seem believable. She was actually a a doctor. She was a you know a a med student, and perish is just a stupid word to use for a person. You know, you can say he's no longer with us. You know, he's passed away. He's moved on. But perish, that's like a a item. It's not a person. So it was just awkward. And it was awkward too. She's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want like. It was it's like, like you gotta do it. You're yeah, a doctor. Right? It was 
like they try to make it like funny when that's not funny. And I think that part where they were like um, having that back and forth was kind of like trying to mislead us. Like, oh, we they make us think that he, they're going to go tell him that he's dead when he's really not. So I was thinking that the whole time, like, yeah. okay, they're just making it seem like they're going to tell him that tell us that he's dead, but he's not really dead. And then he really was, and I was like, oh shit, right, <laughs> like, yeah. Uncle Julius. You took him out the show? How okay. would you would have told someone that if, if you were a doctor? What would Shit, you have that's said? Why I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm but um, he didn't make it. Actually, I noticed, though, in like movies and stuff, they always come over slow. We tried to do this, and then it's like the they start to realize what... But we kept trying and trying, and then it's like, just tell me, and it's like, <laughs> okay, they're dead. No! So, yeah. Obviously, it was a complete different way. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you this, but... Julius has he's no longer Paris. with he's us. Parish. <laughs> well, uh, where'd he go? Tag on box of macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we should do is actually do a quick character update as this is episode one of season three to get an idea of where each character is and where they are going, supposedly. So we, Well, Uncle Julius Uncle is not Julius going gone. Right. <laughs> That's going anywhere. We've got Cam. Uh he's still rocking with Allison, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh I think that is going to flourish into something like we always mention every season there. We'll see. M. Chuck is uh, looking well, to... Well, actually, you missed something with Cam. Cam has an option to opt out. That is important. So that's a that's very right. important thing. Free that agent. Is, yeah, that's very important for this season. We may see some changes coming up with right. you know their living situation, teams he's on, whatever mm. he chooses to do. So that's a big deal. Long-distance relationship, maybe. Mm-hmm. He they might have to move they away. They that in there. Like, people weren't going to hear it. Yeah. But, you know, us who watch the show, we can pay attention to that. I thought it was big. M. Chuck is looking to go to college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I liked how she said, "I don't want to continue to live off my little brother's money," which you shouldn't. Yeah, you know, get your own life and do something. <laughs> I mean, we saw her last season picking up the trash and stuff. So it's she was always be, getting into trouble. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see her on her like focused on her independence. Yeah, well, she was supposed to be part of his PR team, but no one knows what happened with that. Maybe she <laughs> might major in public relations. Maybe, ah. <laughs> maybe we've got Chen and the mother still uh, going at it. I like Chen's character because he's like a little more vocal now as far as his like yeah. relationship. Definitely, he got lines up in this script, <laughs> so he got lines. But he is like the super. Hero for everyone. I mean, what a Jed! He can come through for the family at every time. So I, I thought, I think his character is still pretty cool. We'll we'll see where that goes exactly. Uh, Reggie's still on top of it. Everything money wise, I feel uh, as far as Cam's life, he's still running it somewhat. We kind of noticed that, um, you know, with his family and his career, he's, he's still. Just building up the talk about being himself, doing yeah. his own thing, mm-hmm. building his family. So I like to hear that, that he's still trying to get to the point where he can focus on himself as well as have, have his career with Cam. And speaking of family, he was getting it on with uh, Missy in, yeah. in, in, in the first episode there. So I, f- I feel like we saw a, a lot of sex, not a lot of sex scenes, but I feel like Survivor's Remorse does touch on that a, a bit. Is yeah, it good yeah. Or bad? They, it's what a little sprinkle in there because I remember one season. Um, I want to say it was the like first season. Jesse, Cam, yeah, had some 
the um, floozy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was like that was first season. Yeah, yeah. first season. Lisa. But I just thought it was kind of. I didn't really care for them to put in the sex while the accident was happening. I know they wanted to like you know show that they were distracted and stuff, but. It's just the way they're hitting us with it. It was weird. The transitions were so drastic. You know what? I just had a crazy thought. When we had an after show, and it was Cam getting with the topless chick, you were like, I don't don't like how they tried to establish him as like a goody two-shoes kind of. Yeah. And then they switched it up, and then now we see where... Now he's back to being good. Right, exactly. That feels kind of get annoying for me, and I I like that he's kind of a good guy, and I like that, you know, in this this episode these episodes together the way Reggie described him now that's Cam to me you know he's right. looked out for so many people he's he yes, spent his money true. on so many people he's, real. he yeah. puts others first and to try to make him out to be a player it, it just doesn't really fit yeah. but this relationship thing this fits that character yeah. and I, I think they had to take a little bit of time in the writing to really establish what the people wanted to see how they connected with Cam mm-hmm. the character in order to really hone into what they were going to write for him the type of lines the way they describe him the type of person he's going to be yeah yeah he's matured a lot yeah. a lot yeah. I mean because I understand how they would put like the topless chick on top of him because they're kind of showing like oh he's like the young basketball the player the first yeah. time he's like getting into the big leagues mm-hmm. you know he's like on top of the world and now he's got a topless chick on top of him. So. Right. <laughs> wow. I, I remember story. him flipping out over the smallest things. And obviously this w- was a deep, deep episode. So I just w- wonder if we are going to continue to see that that immaturity in him or if he's actually grown and changed. Which I think just the fact that he's got Allison in his life now. That it's just showing a whole, d- d- a whole d- different light now. I think that it'll be it's gonna be good to see how that unravels over the entire season because we Definitely. really don't we still don't know Allison. We still don't we haven't seen her character fully develop yet. Yeah. And they made a good point. Like he bought her a car with them only knowing each other for a month. Mm-hmm. Like when um MJ I mean M Chuck was like he's only known this girl for, or no that was actually Missy that said that he's only known this girl for a month. Like why is he getting her a car and And it wasn't like he got her like a Corolla, yeah. like yeah. a Cadillac, yeah. Escalade, yeah. Yeah. a little Civic something, but yeah. uh, no. Escalade? Yeah. But you went all like... out. Like that's that's quite a quite a gesture. Like, yeah. it's not the most expensive car in the world, but that's a pretty, you know, not a thirty thousand dollar car, you know, a twenty thousand dollar car, you know. He went out. Yeah. There was a point in this episode where both Cam and Allison started to blame themselves for the accident because of the new car what do you guys think is it is that isn't it a natural thing to kind of feel it makes them feel it makes them humor for us because you know yeah. you always gonna think the what if when someone passes like what if i did this or what if i noticed this yeah, like it was right in my face or did i not notice you know right. yeah that makes them human and i think that helps us connect with these characters yeah. reggie actually made a great great line because uh Jesse said, if it wasn't for me, if I never purchased the car, he'd have never got into it. And then, like, Reggie said, if you never got signed, he'd have never been in Atlanta. So it just kind of put the whole thing in a pers- pers- 
it, in perspective that it's just not his fault at the end of the day. Yeah. Reggie said a lot of great things this episode, but he was also one of the biggest dicks of this episode. You think so? Just, he lacked I, I so think much it fit. empathy. I yeah, think it, it fit, fit yeah, because he was tough and this strong. Like we can't but, bring this person, we're not gonna bury him in right. F yeah. this, F that, F boss, like, bruh, somebody <laughs> passed, like, yeah. that, and that's another like, thing I'm saying, tear, snatching this away from the viewers, like, Somebody just passed. This was your uncle. He was a father figure to you all. You all were close. Like, this is a family that's only four or five of them. They're very close-knit. Yeah. If something... Like, in reality, there is not a joking moment in in this situation, you know? So, it it just... He was really extreme in all the things he was saying, you know? And just worried about all the wrong things. Yeah, he kind of worries about all the things that the other family members aren't going to worry about. He's, like, thinking of, like, okay, so if this person comes, how is it going to be? Who's going to mess something up? Who's going to be asking for money? I mean, I totally understand where he was coming from in that situation because, Mm -hmm. you know, there has been, like, moochers that have come back from Boston and you don't really know people's intentions. You like, don't, but I think that there are times where Reggie forgets to take off his manager hat and be a, a cousin. I agree. You know, he needs you, to you have to feel for balance. him. And like, the moment where they, you know, he turns back around and embraces Cam to have this hug, like, we need to see that part of Reggie because although you work with him, you, you're managing his career and doing all those things, but you have, at the end of the day, remember, you're still blood, you're still family. He needs you in other ways than just business. Hmm, so maybe you might see why he acts like that. Yeah. Like, he kind of... That'd be good to develop. Withdrawals, like, see. Yeah. withdrawals mm-hmm. and stuff from the family dynamic. Mm-hmm. He's more gets into, like, manager mode all the time. Right, for everybody. Like, yeah. managing Cassie, <laughs> managing Chuck. Like, he's always, like trying to, you know, oversee their ideas and their lives. And it's like, first of all, you're Cam's manager. Cam's yeah. manager only. You're family to them. And, you know, we just need to see more of that. So maybe we will learn later on why he's like that. There was a scene that um, Cam showed his frustration and he got the Cadillac on fire. He posted that. And then um, I think that was the wrap of the first episode or whatever the case. I am thinking so. My thoughts on it was... The whole idea with the burning car within the driveway, when it made that boom, if that, that's an actual car, it's going to do some type it's of ex- explosion. Yeah. Your house and the house they were about you. 10 feet away and nothing really happened. So I just thought that was it was a good idea, a bad execution. Exe- yeah. Of that. And why are we burning a new car? I ain't want to kill Uncle Julius. Well, I wouldn't want to drive <laughs> when you got in a money to blow. I mean, I wouldn't want to like have a car, a sense of a reminder of like something that may have caused a death. Yeah, the Escalade wasn't the one that got in the accident, but it was the cause of it because you know, like you just want to burn something. If you got money, like he does, maybe he just doesn't care to burn a car. But me personally, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to wake up and see the car that okay, kind of started all it, this. But we're not burning cars. Yeah. Okay. And maybe it was a stress reliever for him. He was all sad. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's why he, he put the car on, on fire. fire. Yeah, uh, which is extreme. <laughs> yeah, way extreme. But that's when <laughs> they you know were... you got money to. Sp- to spend. <laughs> they wanted to make it super dramatic yeah. for the viewers. They tried it. <laughs> they did. They so it. that was 
pretty much the first episode there, you know, in the ritual, which was the next episode, I did want to speak about, have you guys ever heard of the Chinese tradition, you know, when a person dies, they take down all the mirrors so they don't see, and they mourn for 49 days or so. No, but they do have a lot of other ones, you know, with the money, putting the money away. I did, yep. That one. I did hear about that too I've heard about that Mm -hmm. one. But I've never heard of... When someone passes, you don't have a mirror in your house because you might see the coffin and then that could bring death. I've never heard of that. Mm -hmm. I liked how they gave different cultures, how they react to death because that's that's educating to us. Right, because we saw from the Christian standpoint, very Mm -hmm. judgmental. Then we've seen from the Catholic point that they kind of brought in, okay, it doesn't matter what ethnicity you come from. You can be Catholic and then Chinese, you know, they have um, a belief of uh, superstitions, I feel like. But that's also for Catholic um, churches as well. There's a lot of superstitions and beliefs. So, yeah, it was interesting to kind of see that. Yeah, I did. I did kind of like how they put how the family started receiving all different types of gifts from random people that they don't even know. But I You know you get fed when somebody but, dies. Exactly. <laughs> but I do think that's a part of the healing process, you know. You get all these gifts that I guess are supposed to help out the situation, but it doesn't really fulfill that loss. So I Would you that want cool. that? What I? Like... No. I want anything to make me feel better. And I'm not talking about, like, drugs or anything. Yeah. But, you know, I but want yeah. I want all the love at... I mean, that's not love. I mean, it's just a, it's, it's, for me, I guess, I feel like I get, you know, you're in a situation and everybody's, oh, it's going to be okay. Well, you know it's going to be okay. (laughs) I mean, I got the Jesus. I know it's going to be okay. I don't want to hear your stupid, it's going to be okay. But if they bring you a pie, like, oh, oh, you want to My condolences. Yeah. Thanks for, you know, (laughs) satisfying my sweet tooth, but that is not going to bring anybody back. You know, just, it's different ways to, you know, show love, you know, without, that type of thing, you know, some support, some you know, some some being there, some helping, a, a good yeah. hug, yeah, is love. But I don't need your raggedy yes, ass no, veggie no. lasagna <laughs> <laughs> and your edible arrangement. Right, edible yeah. arrangement. Like I would rather you see see your face at the door. Like you know, that's true. Show yeah. up. Don't just send me some. Show up. Like being there is so much more important. You know, and they could have got together as a community and signed a card, and that would have been enough. Some right, you know. Okay, <laughs> I'm accepting all the all the all the gifts. So that's fine. Um, we got into a situation where Uncle Julius should be buried, either Boston or ATL. What'd you guys think? I'm thinking Boston. They should have done. I think Boston, Boston as well. Boston hometown. I understood the reasoning for Atlanta is to you know being able to visit him often, being um, that he was happy there. Yeah. But Boston would have been better, and you know. They may not be in ATL for too much longer. We don't know. That's right, according to the uh, season. So, but Reggie did make a good point that that was where um, he was the happiest at, and yeah. that I mean, it made a lot of more sense to have it in an Atlanta anyway. Just, I think it would have been too much if they would have had to transport his body to Boston. Like, I just feel like it would have been like way too much. Well, no, 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 no. They can't, I don't think they got it. I don't no, think money's, I mean, yeah. that would have been like, I don't know. I don't really feel like it was going to be necessary to have it in Boston. Like, of course, people transport bodies 
anywhere they want to, but yeah. I just think it wasn't necessary because, you know, Cam was getting ready to play the game. He didn't want to, he still wanted to play the game. So it would just brought in a whole different, like, feeling of what the episode was really initially supposed to be. Flying about. home? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they could have flew home, but then you'd have all these, like, random characters coming into play, like... That's how they, if they wrote it, like, first of all, let's, let's be real. I think that they make Cam out to be a little bit more famous than he actually is. Mm-hmm. Now, Beyonce <laughs> can go back to Houston for her <laughs> uncle's funeral. Cam can go back to Boston for <laughs> Uncle Julius's funeral, okay? You're not quite on that level, you know, let's just, let's tone it down a bit okay. and, and say, like, Let's bring some. I think that's a part of what makes him human. His roots, you know, they don't allow him to go back to Boston because Reggie's always like, it's money, like they gave money, up money, 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 mucho, yeah. mucho, mucho, mucho. Yeah, that's his, this is where he's from. You still got family there. You still mm-hmm. have you know ties there. Your school is there. You know, just just life as you learned it is there. That's right. So let's not be so so removed from it, especially in a time like this. You know, Uncle Julius was born and raised, lived there. That's his hometown. His friends are there. You know, Atlanta is not. Mm-hmm. I definitely understood the reasonings why they did Atlanta, but I wouldn't have been mad at Boston. I mean, you know, that's, what, that's exactly what I was uh, speaking of, but you did make a great point. He did have a game that, that same week, that same day. He drops 51 points, one of his greatest games that he drops. Um, and then uh, he he delivered a great speech about Uncle... Amazing speech. Julius, yeah. Yeah, which was very touching. Uh, shout out to Jesse, because I'm sure he... I don't know what type of practices that you <laughs> got to do to be able to, one, teach yourself how to cry on point, and then, two, be able to stay in that. But he, he right. did a great job. It was really good. I really thought that what he was saying about the uncle and just, like, you know... Um, him coming into the household as, like, that male figure. Mm-hmm. It was true because, like, Uncle Julius was, like, that uncle that was kind of like, you know, he wasn't trying to be your dad. Right. But he, he was, was more, more of a so, friend, like, but he was your still, homie. Like, yeah. you can mm-hmm. smoke some weed with him. You can, you know, get but some advice. But he's still part of wisdom. Right. Yeah. And he's yeah. still going to give you, like, his, like, own background and experience and like put his own Man, touch on it and stuff. I'm gonna miss him during this season. Uncle Julius was the funniest he, thing about the He was season. the funny, yes. He was yeah, the funny. And I like how they put the rim you know, the um the flashbacks. I love those. Especially when I did the yeah. car, yeah. yeah that that was, was really Really, really. The nice. words he made up. Jerry That was good. I did like how at the end of this episode here, you know, everybody's mourning, everybody's, you know, crying, but then they were like, if Uncle Julius was here, he'd want us to turn up, so let's turn up. Y'all better turn up a lot right I'm, say, I'm, I'm saying, I mean, you better have a cup my of time, in your hand. You better be I don't want lit. No tears, okay? I just want everybody having a good time. Right. That's what I want. Exactly. You know, you have I don't think we celebrate life enough. Yeah. You know, I think mm-hmm. we hurt, you know, we definitely hurt when we lose somebody, but, you know, just remembering the good things, and they, I think... The flashbacks were such a good time to look back at the funny we had in the past two seasons that we're not going to have this season. Yeah. But, you know, it was good for us. You know, I really wanted... I thought... The, I know we're going... We're talking about the second one, but when the first episode, when they were in the um, morgue, I thought that it was going to be um, a different body. Like, I thought that was going to be, like, the plot choice. Like, they went in and... Yeah. 
it was like, wait, that's not even Uncle Julius. But I think you're right because like yeah. nothing about this we wanted it to be real. None of us yeah. really wanted Uncle Julius to yeah. be gone. So we were still in our minds thinking that there's gonna be a plot twist. They're bringing yeah. this character back, but yeah. they didn't. They really, they really took this one out. Which actually, uh, going back to that uh, situation right before they went to go view the body, Allison was really vouching like, "Hey Cam, I want to stick." With you, I don't want to let you, let you go at this time. Whatever the case is, is there a- anything that she can do to help him in that situation? I am one hundred percent about just being there um, for somebody, and I think she could have pushed a little bit harder. For a second, I thought that um, we were going to f- see felt him. Like he was trying to push her. Yeah, I thought. Oh, yeah. I thought that the, the rest of the episode, and the, you know, these two episodes, we were seeing, he, we were going to see him drawing back from her because of the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, kind of set me up to think that I'm like, oh man, he's going to be pulling yeah. away because you know he's in his mind somewhat blaming her. That, too. Right. That's what I was thinking. There but, you go. Yeah. I'm glad it didn't happen that way. But like I said, I just she could have fought a little bit more. I like thought that saying, she was going to end up like going over to his house right, at nighttime and just like cuddled him or something. Like you know, just you know. The part where he was like in the bed or whatever and he's like can't sleep Talks like i thought maybe she he would have called there. her and be like you know or she would have called him but like babe like i want to come over i just want to be with you right now like i thought that was that would have been really cute to see just kind of her, her supporting him, him. Like, we right we have not really seen <laughs> what allison is like it's- then, uh, you got your own job and ain't interested in money, but who else are you like? Are you that chick? You yeah. know, are you that chick? You know, that's you know, are you invested in this relationship? Because I feel like we don't see her fight, and then she shows up to the game looking like playing Jane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you gonna show up to my game? Can you, you gotta be, be stunting on them? You gotta stunt on them, right? Stunting on them. Well, she doesn't want to be this like woman who's behind him and who's like on his she tail. She wants her own lane. You know? She wants... Ooh, and that don't mean you can't right. stand. Like, well, <laughs> when you come into the game to represent me... You come into the game. Point. <laughs> so at at point. will call. Acts <laughs> <laughs> of... Box office. Okay. Tickets in the envelope. You uh-huh. get in the. You get in the. You in the box seat. The box seat. You get the complimentary food. Wait, you All of that. You better have <laughs> your nice fit I, on. You can't say even if beyond your significant other, you showing up to support a friend or anybody. You you not coming in. Sorry. You're not right? coming in you looking said, your top top best. Right. right. You, and you had me come to your show or your game. I'm like, oh, that's my homie. I'm gonna crush. Show up. I show up. Gary makes a great point, okay? Gary makes That's a great it. point. You, y'all you invite me somewhere to support you. I'm showing up. Okay? Mm-hmm. It would have just been perfect, though, like, it, if it would have started raining and then all of a sudden she, like, came over and she was, like, all soaking wet from the rain and she's like, Cam, like, you know? <laughs> like, I want to be with you. Like, oh, it would have been more, I would have been just, like, the, oh, my, the, this is love wow. right here. She's like, just not there Y'all yet. want some notebook stuff. <laughs> she's just not there for me. Like, she's yeah. not there for him. Like, she's still kind of drawn back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Maybe later on we're going to season that. He might realize she's kind of Let's go into predictions. Predictions. <laughs> Let's see what we have for season three then. And now, you're after Buzz TV. So, Kim and Allison. No, Allison has to do some work. Oh, yeah. She, she got to show me she worthy. Worthy. Yeah, she got to show me some. Yeah, I mean, because Cam done bought the car, you know. Cam well, be showing well, up at the job. Right, he be doing it all. <laughs> Cam be uh, showing out, okay? Mm-hmm. And th- it's not being re- received back, so ho- hopefully in season, yeah. season three. 
we'll see her do something. Before I say my prediction, we missed to even mention that we found out that Uncle Julius was homeless. Uncle Julius wasn't homeless. He was, <laughs> homeless. He was lying. No. He's like, he was lying? With the, with the picture. <laughs> Out back. On that Pablo. Oh, no, he wasn't. Okay. On that so he was Escobar. Just Come out on. The homeless yeah. shelter. He was uh, getting lit with the preacher. <laughs> with, with the preacher. <laughs> like, with the, with the priest. Yeah. With the priest. Like, come That's on. That's funny. Uncle Julius wasn't no type of that boy in lives in a mansion. Come on, man. He's like, he's just, but he, the way that the pastor, I mean, the preacher Uncle said, Julius he was like, was homeless, you know, he was, was he was homeless. I didn't know he volunteered. Cassie was like, oh, mother. <laughs> I think it just showed how how uh, reckless yeah. Uncle Julius was. I wouldn't have been able to keep a straight face like Cassie. I would have fell out laughing. Right. Like, what? He didn't try it. He tried it. Like, he tried everybody's life in the whole building. Yeah. Oh, well, my prediction is there's probably going to be some person that comes back from Boston and that tries to mess up the relationship between Allison and Jesse. The relationship isn't going to be harmonious all throughout the season. Um, and then I do think that we're going to see um, M. Chucks. She's going to be like stepping up on her grown woman stuff mm. with this college. And mm. it's going to be interesting to kind of see her like go to college. She's a bit older. It's not like she's like, you know young going into college she's kind of like just kind of getting back into the education part so mm. that's going to be funny to see I definitely agree there's going to be rifts in, re- in relationships this season I think that's going to be a good focus um, between uh, Allison and Cam I definitely think it's going to be probably Allison's fault because she really hasn't shown up unless that changes but I don't think she's showing up right now so there'll be the rift there I think that in Missy's quest to find a new job and kind of find herself and, you know, there might be some pull on wanting to have the baby, that there'll be a rift between her and Reggie. Yep. And um, I just think that, you know, without Uncle Julius as being the comedic glue, I think it's going to be a different vibe for the viewers as, you know, we may not find that as funny. And just, you know, there'll be some changes in the family dynamic because he's not there. Did Mm -hmm. you find that they're trying to try too hard to bring that funny aspect? Like the part where Jimmy's like smoking weed with the people. You guys have always known me to say I thought that the the cussing was so over, like forcing our face. Overboard. Yeah, yeah. it was overboard. So you're going to try to find comedic release from that and it's just not really going to work. Yeah, because they're like... Uh, yeah. right, like, 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 bro, all y'all look like some some fucking dicks. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody looks like they really get high. Okay, <laughs> faded for the right. camera. Um, I think actually, um, if you guys remember, we did have Alan Maldonado on the show last year. I know that he is a part of the writing process now this season as well oh. so uh, we we will definitely see some change within the writing but I think he'll bring some good um, oh, if, if you guys re- remember he did play the co-manager of the, uh, the, football player. the other football player he did a great job on that I think that um, every, our viewers should really be I'm looking dead at y'all right now <laughs> Look at really him. excited because you know we're gonna have some great guests this season. We're gonna have yes, some really are. great content this season. Is because you guys keep watching us and supporting us and giving your opinions as well. So people are really excited for Survivors more because after the show and just being supportive. So thank you guys and just right. keep watching Always. because we have so many things this season that are gonna be great. 
I know. Always. If you guys have any suggestions on like different things we can do during the show to just bring even more um, fun to it, let us know. Let us know in the comment box. Like we will listen to you. I'll listen. I'll listen. Hey, I, I check them. <laughs> like, comment, share, all that, all that, all, all that good stuff. But I'm excited for this season. I, I, I just hope they continue to bring the f- funny because that's why I like it so much. Um, especially on stars, you know, you, you can do so much more stuff compared to yeah. on like local TV. Right. right. You can't do all that stuff, but we just got to wait and see, right? Yes, yeah. we do. All right, guys. So that is episode one and two of season three of Survivor's Remorse. We are excited. Thank you for tuning in with us. Make sure to come back next week. I'm your host, Jimmy V. Uh, I can be found on all the social medias at Be Your Own Dad. Uh, my blog, Be Your Own Dad.blogspot.com. Always stay updated. Make sure you check that out. And what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Trinae. I like Instagram a lot, so why don't you go follow me on Instagram and Snapchat at your girl, Trinae. And I am Gary Thomas, and of course, you can find me on all social media at I am Gary Thomas, and of course, I am GaryThomas.com. And that is your cast for Survivor's Remorse. Make sure you guys tune in, like, comment, share. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 